0: He, 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 I'm surprised his uh, plane landed in time He got yeah. caught when Southwest did their Canceling but I'm like since when does Southwest fly to Germany you know what I'm saying
1: Yeah
0: This not it's very Southwest this is Northeast Exactly <laughs> Welcome to Northeast Airlines Yeah <laughs> From the mountains to the east To the caves to the west You're
1: listening to The Real
0: Fresh cut grass, dirt, and love.
1: I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. You cannot beat the quality, consistency,
0: and the price what is up everybody welcome to blown episode call. yeah dude it was a blown call mm-hmm. we're talking about the giants game but that's all we're really going to talk about it because i just now got out of counseling for it um sad
1: sad i want to relapse yeah dude uh it was rough
0: i mean you know
1: what i mean no, it, it, it was, was actually flores it wasn't rough that was a bad.
0: yeah <laughs> very funny um <laughs> But yeah, dude, that was rough. I know last uh, was it last week we were thinking they're gonna win. It was a good game, you know. Uh, yeah. But you know the obviously, you know, umpires cannot be um what what's the word uh perfect. But that was really bad. <laughs> like yeah. that reminded me of uh, what was the name Felix Hernandez and his perfect game and the final oh, out. Yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah. how do you blow that? Yeah, like that was so clear, night and day. But, anyways, uh, this is episode ninety one, dude. We are nine away right now from uh, the final episode ever, and then I think we just we hit it seems gold. To exist is that when we hit get our, our big like you know YouTube like
1: our, big, pl- our uh, big play button plaque. But we get something from like made out uh, of kryptonium or something. Yeah, Then we sell it. Oh, I'd sell it, dude. Kryptonite is that what it's mm-hmm. called? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I think Mike Johnston
0: has one at his place, and I've I never got a chance to go over there and see it. <laughs> oh. Um, but I am Tommy, you are Wilson. You're wearing a brand new thin line brewing hat that I like very much.
1: Oh, it's not brand new. I'm foreign this one.
0: Brand new to me, baby. You got your Nomi in the background, and yeah, we're good to go. Yeah. How was your week? it's good. I heard the weather's starting to turn around up there.
1: Oh, yeah supposed to rain for like the next week oh out here too oh That's yeah weird it, it's like we're uh in sync die, die, die,
0: die. yeah yeah i went and blew all the leaves off my lawn yesterday Oof. leaves yes phone call blown yeah lines. Leaves. yeah load whatever <clears throat> is it a load of leaves <laughs> oh my man uh yes it was uh and then uh i mowed the yard and then got home from work today, and the cat. Okay, I will talk about that in a second. <laughs> um, and so uh, I come back from home from work today, and the leaves are all over the place again. I'm like, "Dang it!" But the reason why you said the thing about the cat that was so funny was <laughs> uh, th- this is just funny coming from. If you, you know my the other
1: neighbor's cat,
0: no. If you know my wife, this would be funny. Um, she was taking our dog for a walk, and, and we got our um, both our animals. Uh, we got Sophie. Uh, you know her COVID nineteen shot for for kitties. You know her, her no her rabies shot. No oh. so we got that, and we got one. Um, we we got them both taking care of the vet with everything they need because we've been walking Luna down the street. So I'm uh I think I'm taking a bath in the middle of watching Squid Game. That's how that's what I do. That sounds like an innuendo, by the way. Yeah. Um, but I'm sitting there and it was a bubble bath and it was excellent. Do not judge me. And so I'm sitting there and um, Steph texts me. She goes, oh, my gosh, uh, there's another cat up here, like a gray cat. That's like foaming at the mouth. I'm like, well, that's not good. She goes, yeah. She goes, like, Luna tried going after it, but she pulled back and, you know, the cat ran off. I go, man, that's crazy. She goes, get the lawnmower.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, wow, it's that's <laughs> that's a little dark coming from you. Wow and then yeah of course i said it to morticia and she was laughing hysterically i'm like yeah i'm not a murderer it was an accident but do not think when i mow underneath that bush every time i do not take a second look to make sure there's nothing underneath there yeah because when i did it yesterday i was like is there anything under there
1: you know <laughs> speaking of luna how are your dogs doing oh they're good except for one got sprayed by a skunk yo awesome. middle of the night it was great that's disgusting yeah. So I thought your dogs oh. were indoor dogs. Um, when you're asleep, they are. That's. That, I'm. I'm gonna blame more Tisha on this one. Oh, really? She, yeah, because she said, "Hey, Duke's like whining, like he has to go out to the bathroom." I was like, "No, he's fine. He went right before we went to bed. He's fine. He's still whining. I never heard him whine." Okay. I was like, "All right." So I get up. I go open their crates open the door, let him go out. Nero just walks out the door and looks at me. I was like, oh, well, you can come back in. And Duke goes around the car, disappears for about five seconds, and then I heard him growl. And I was like, oh, man, there's a deer out here. He's going to chase it now. It's going to take forever for him to come back. And it's like midnight at this point. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, this is going to be a while. And then all of a sudden, like five seconds later, he shows up, comes walking around the car again. I was like, there's no way you already went to the bathroom. No way at all. That wasn't fast enough because they go all the way back to the corner of our property and go out there. And come, the, it takes at least a couple minutes, you know, where ladies hop
0: on tree trunks and yell. at yes. you in the, middle of the night. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So he comes walking back and he goes straight inside. Usually he goes to the water bowl and starts drinking. And you have to tell him no camel come back but he didn't do that. He goes straight inside and he's kind of like shaking his head a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, that's weird. And he goes into his crate and I was like, huh? Well, you need to go to, and then all of a sudden it hits me. And I was like, <laughs> "What is that smell? And it was, it is. So when you smell a dead skunk on the side of the road, that is not what the spray smells like. Oh really? That is not. It, it smells like burning sulfur and really strong onions like it is really the worst smell ever. Because huh. Once he went by me about three seconds later, I get this whiff of air just hits me. And I'm like, Oh no, he got sprayed by a skunk and he was sitting there like shaking his head and kind of sneezing a little bit. So he's, I don't know if it was like his drool, but there were drops all over inside the house. So I made him go back outside and then uh, Morticia got this vinegar spray and sprayed him down and then i had to move all this stuff into the garage and then we kept him in there overnight and then yesterday we went out and got some uh like de-skunk uh deodorizer stuff for dogs and uh sprayed that all over him gave him a bath and he's a little bit better today he still kind of stinks but he'll probably wow. sleep inside tonight wow yeah that sucks dude yeah that's hopefully he learned his lesson yeah don't go after wild animals bro yeah you can go after them, just don't go after that one yeah you take yeah, a deer down it's a lot easier for me than shooting it so <laughs> yeah exactly with it. yeah well we have like this um i think you call them woodchucks
0: they're, they're like they're like big gophers so you would be able to like answer the question then what <laughs> how much would a woodchuck chuck a woodchuck could chuck wood <laughs> yeah uh, i don't know
1: <laughs>
0: um also i'm really surprised i got through that just now without stuttering that's amazing now do betty butter no oh, okay. toy boat toy boat toy boat <laughs> um but no like i'm sitting there walking i'm like what, what is that is that a dog and this thing had like a just a, you know its back legs were like huge i'm like Dude, is that kim kardashian what is that thing it's like boom 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 all of a sudden it stood up i'm like dude it's that thing from caddyshack and then <laughs> I just kind of looked around I'm like, dude dude those things are huge and also just kind of boop, 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 into the little forest next to our house i'm like dude
1: i've seen one there's in real that, life. there's there's rock chucks too so what's that you never seen a rock joke? no maybe i made that up hold on yeah you, prob- you probably you actual- probably did how much could a
0: rock chuck and a that, rock chuck a rock chuck? That's harder to say. I am correct. There is a rock chuck. Okay, now I got to look at this thing. A rock chuck.
1: Yeah, because we used to shoot these in Oregon. I
0: thought it was like a snipe.
1: They were oh. they were so slow that you could run them over with a oh. riding lawnmower. Is this that thing in that video that goes, "Ellen, Ellen, Ellen"? Could be. Ellen,
0: hey, Ellen. The you know the video I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah, it could be.
0: Those things are kind of cute
1: actually. Look at how big it is. Do you see the one with the dude holding two of them? Okay, that's almost exactly what it looks like out here. Yeah, so it might be a rock chuck. What's the difference here? One rock chuck's truck. rocks, one chucks wood. Versus they man, they kind of look identical. Oh, here we go. I got a good comparison here. There's species of marmot. It says you can discern it from this photo to the left, but the photo is tiny. Whistle pigs. Marmots. And rock chucks and
0: whistle pigs. Okay, so there's a baseball team in here called the Whistle Pigs. So I'm assuming that could be what it is. Um, let me,
1: what a weird name, Whistle Pig. Rock chucks and yellow bellied marmots. I think yellow bellied is another word for a woodchuck.
0: <laughs> or uh, in that scene from, uh, what's it called? Uh, National. National Olympians vacation when they go to the bars. Hey, Yellow Belly!
1: Hey, Knucklehead! Set us up with four red eyes, will you? Hey, Yellow Belly! I'm talking to you. <laughs> hey, Tenderfoot! Move your chicken wings, Turkey. <laughs> Clark, that's not nice. It's all part of the act, hon. Huh? <laughs> Hey, underpants. Hey, yellow. I'm okay, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, they so. yeah they all look the same. I think there's just a size difference on them. Yeah, I'm not sure which like, one's can't. which,
0: but I think a groundhog is is part of that family. So
1: I just don't know if it's a woodchuck or, or a, a rock chuck or whatever. Oh, so yellow-bellied marmot are nicknamed rock chucks
0: yes i don't i don't know which one it was but either way they both look the same so it's one of them yeah little fat little guy yeah people want to know dude people been calling been blowing up our email blowing up our phones they want to know speaking of chucks beers and cheers fail you didn't time it right
1: Who's in the background?
0: Yeah, it's like this is that new 3D audio. Ooh! (laughs) First of all, you're you've been doing great on your homework with sending me photos. Yeah, people, I'm telling you right now, when this show, I think Saturday is when I usually post all the beer photos. Peep this photo that Wilson took of this beer. Oh my gosh! This thing might become my screensaver.
1: I just got really excited about this beer. How excited! Pretty excited. You remember one of my favorite beers from Thin Line, right? Uh,
0: can't remember the name of it.
1: Night Watch. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Black IPA. Oh, this is a black IPA. This is an Imperial Black Rye IPA. That's what it says. I'm excited about this now. So, first of all, let's talk about the artwork because that's pretty cool artwork, and it and it fits perfect with. Yeah, they this, they always do thing. pretty good on their artwork. Um, This one's from Knee Deep Brewing. This is called Midnight Hoppiness, which it's funny because uh, the stallion sent me a picture the other day. And um, he had uh, this beer in, uh, in his hand, and he took a picture, sent it to me. And I was like, huh, I bought that a week ago. It's sitting in my fridge for the podcast. And he asked me how it tastes. I was like, I don't try stuff before I get to the podcast, you know? Right. So I haven't tried it and now I'm just looking at it. Um, it's pretty cool. It's got uh, a little recreation of the headless horseman in like a foggy woodsy area. But the head for the headless horseman that he's holding in his hand is a hop head. Oh, it, it's actual little. Yeah. It's little, like little the little dude. guy from. Yeah. Knee deep. So their little mascot guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this, this is uh, I saw this and I was like, man, I got to get this now. Because, you know, it's the season. It fits with it. And now I'm even more excited because I smelled it and I was like, wait, this isn't a normal IPA. And then I looked and I said, oh, it's a black IPA. Yeah. It, a smile on your face. It's, it's it's, gonna say something. I, I, If if it was midnight, I'd have a lot of hoppiness in me. Ooh, and happiness. See what I did there? I, I, I um, saw what you did there. I heard yeah, what you did there. this is good. I don't, you can't see this. I should get cups in here again. I was um, going to ask you
0: how color it
1: is or it's, what color it it's is. Super dark. Yeah, it's black. Wow, um, like a Guinness. Yeah, this is good. The uh, I, I think. Well, yeah, not okay. not that dark. It's okay. very dark brown, but um, yeah, super malty, kind of almost a little bit chocolatey. Okay. Dark tasting, but it's got that hoppiness to it, like an IPA. I love it. Does it have anything written on, written on it? Like, uh, you remember how they have like little things? Oh yeah. Um, this says dark malt and high hop flavor. Why have one? Why have one or the other when you can have both? Rich dark malts are wonderfully complemented by a distinct, yet balanced hop presence. Aromas of citrusy hops merge delicately with a mild, chocolate-like malt character. That's it. There's no story about this one. Oh, okay. Um, but this is uh nine and a half percent ABV and one hundred IBUs. What's the limit? A hundred? I don't think I don't think there is a limit. Ooh. No, because I've had stuff that's over a hundred, I'm pretty sure. Weak sauce. Yeah. That should be the name of a beer. Weak sauce, but it's like extra potent. It's like one fifty one. That's <laughs> what um Scott named. Renamed Tommy girl. So, you know, that's not cool.
0: (laughs) Tommy Girl's a good drink, (laughs) even though it was only made one time. So
1: what do you give that beast? Uh, I'm going to throw. Let's see. I think uh, I think I like Scott's a little better. We'll give this one 4.5. Four
0: and a half.
1: I dig it i really like that um
0: that artwork though it, it kind of reminds me a little bit like, like a like a nightmare before christmas disney-esque haunted uh you know I have this horseman type thing kind of cartoony yeah. but it's cool looking yeah i need to uh become a beer photographer i think yeah i'm telling you guys that picture let us know what you think of it. And that way we could give my boy here. some. Props. I woke up
1: at five 45 in the morning to take that picture.
0: Wow. That's my lunchtime. That's crazy,
1: dude. It's crazy
0: with keeping with the theme. Um, I'm drinking Parkersburg brewing company, hard seltzer, green apple basically has the same, um, uh, stuff as the last one I did the, uh, blood orange. Oh um, yeah. You know, it just has like an, an a little green apple on there. um, five percent abv um really zero think? ibu's zero ibu's no added sugar or artificial flavors i mean there's not a whole lot to go on here but i'm gonna try it I'm gonna hit the can oh yeah hit the can that's another name for uh, going to the bathroom huh <laughs> so ooh, it smells another, like
1: another name for a beer too
0: yeah hitting the can oh scott if you do the Tommy girl, that hit in the can. Um, so this smells like green apple, like big time. Because green, green apples are more of the uh, like a tart, I guess you would say. Yeah. Um, Granny Smith, I think is what they're called. Um, it smells good. So I'm going to go for the sip right now. Yeah, dude. it. Um, remember, um, have you ever been to Bishop's? Well, you've been yeah. to Apple. You've been to Apple Hill. Have you ever had uh-huh. their um, apple slushies? No, it it tastes like or fresh apple juice for that matter. Um, yeah, it tastes like that if it was a uh, you know like liquid, not frozen, just with that beer feeling at the end, the little warmth. Huh. Yeah, I dig it though. It's good. I do think I like the uh, um, the blood, blood orange, orange better. Um, I can't remember what I gave the blood orange. I thought it was a four. I don't know. Um, yeah, it was a four. Um, man, this is tough because this one's pretty good too. I'm going to give this one a 3.75. Um, now, that, now that I have like a rating scale to base it off of. Um, it's good though. I I'd, Basically, I would get both this brand again and this kind. Uh, they're, they're pretty good. I, th- I can't remember what other flavors they had. I think they had a... Uh, a black cherry just sounds like white paw to me you got all those flavors. <laughs> you know what they say there ain't, no, ain't laws. no laws um but uh i think there was a blackberry one too but i didn't want to die so um you're probably not allergic
1: i remember you. my first beer
0: or so sir thanks hans he, he, he i'm surprised his uh, plane landed in time he got caught when southwest did their canceling but i'm like since when does southwest fly to germany you know what i'm saying
1: yeah
0: that's not it's very southwest this is northeast exactly <laughs> welcome to northeast airlines yeah <laughs> um so cool man that was that was good and i, I think i have one more beer because I think we have one more episode before the Halloween show. This is, the next one's the Halloween no, episode, next right? next one's
1: the Halloween. Yeah.
0: And that's the 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 big ins for me. That's the I one thought,
1: where I thought this was going to be the big big episode because I was like, our next episode's not coming out until after Halloween. Then the bomb was dropped on me that you're releasing the next episode, not this one. The next one a day early so on Halloween on Halloween yeah but the thing
0: is though Wilson you gotta understand is uh, when you're the um, producer and the engineer on this show and the audio person you know it that's, takes time that's fine but you, you trained me you trained me I'll give yeah, you that
1: I did yeah and I still own 51% so I tell you what to do <laughs> well you still have the captain's chair so that's the 51% right there um
0: so yeah, dude. Um, I think that's all I got for the beers. Um, we're okay. going to go with cheers. Did you want to start with yours or you want to finish with yours?
1: Uh, I don't know what you have. Well, I kind of know what you have. Yeah. You know, I'm going to start with mine. You start with yours because so bring the show to a different area. <laughs> <laughs> so we mentioned it last week. Um, but uh, El Dorado County had an officer. Um, take his own life last Thursday um and was it last Thursday yes yeah because it was with the when we were recording yeah um so uh I mentioned it last week but I want to bring more attention to it this week um because it's come out now correct yes I, I haven't paid attention to social media um but it was deputy Austin Ramsey um he had been with the sheriff's office for about two years. He came on in 2019. Prior to that, he uh, was in the army. Do you have any more background on him? Because I know he was like special forces or uh army ranger, something like that. Just what his uh his his dad posted on that thing. He yeah, he his dad made a, a very I I feel like unneeded but very well-spoken post. like if i was his dad i would i probably wouldn't have said anything just because like i that would have been hard for me so i i I commend his dad for actually coming out and actually saying something not saying that like he shouldn't have done it yes it's good that he did but if that was me i wouldn't have been able to is what i'm saying um if you guys get a chance to look at it that's on the el dorado county district attorney's page and i think it's also on his own Facebook page, um, but he was his dad was a uh, or is a detective with the DA's office. I think. Okay. So um, that's why it got reposted on the the DA's page. But uh, like I said, um, not all line of duty deaths are what you think they are—big shootouts or anything like that. Right. Sometimes people have demons either from their past or past and present that catch up to them and they can't handle it anymore. And this is what happens, which it's unfortunate, but I feel like nowadays there's a lot more attention brought to this and it's good to see that because the, this, this type of thing just got thrown by the wayside. Like it, it gets swept under the rug five, even five years ago. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, um, just want to give a cheers to him um that's that's about it says that he
0: did you already say he was an army ranger
1: army ranger that's what it was yeah
0: combat veteran who served in afghanistan so i mean we all know what that means (laughs) you know they they see some stuff um i'm right here i'm looking on the uh, gofundme account um thrive uh with 1035 um is the organization and they put like this thing out Uh, as a picture of him on here uh you could you could actually google his name it's austin Oh, if you Google it, it'll pop up. Yeah, just GoFundMe Austin Ramsey. It'll pop up. Um, you know, it, it basically gives a little brief synopsis of his of his life, which I'm sure there's a whole lot more. Um, a picture of him. There's a fifty thousand dollar goal, um, and they've so far have raised forty four thousand two hundred forty dollars of it. So, oh my gosh! Yeah, so I, that that's good. Um, you know, he.
1: I've heard nothing but good things about this guy um, from he. What, so he was he was amazing at his job. I'll tell you that much. Um, he could he could have gone very far in his line of work. Um, but um, like like we all know, sometimes people use work to get away from things, but you always have to come home. I'm guilty of that. Yeah, I think we all are right. Yeah. If you if you guys feel like
0: donating to that, I'm I'm sure that's a legit comp. Thrive, I've heard of Thrive, Thrive right?
1: Thrive is for sure.
0: Okay. Yes. Um, so yeah, if you guys feel intrigued to uh, donate, you know any amount of money to that, you just uh, I think Google GoFundMe, then Austin Ramsey, and it should pop up. There's a picture of him on the front um, wearing his uniform. But yep. before we get to the other cheers, let's do a standalone cheers for him. Before, uh, separate him from the rest, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Deputy Austin Ramsey, thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Just seeing like I saw people on Instagram posting things that they had nothing but nice things to say about him. <clears throat> and in today's world, it's really rare you get people where they're most of the comments are positive. So, um, but switching gears, making it a little bit more happy now. Well, not so much happy but i'm gonna cheers a threesome if you will Ooh. um so You're
1: blowing your load of leaves man. <laughs> oh man this podcast is just all yeah. over the place yeah this is like we're gonna have <laughs>
0: the e for explicit <laughs> i got i get it i get it I was a little late on that one good stuff there wilson good job um So, um, you guys are going to see a pattern here with where we're going with this, but do you know who the comedian Jim Brewer is? Um, no, he, um, he, he listens. He's like kind of crazy. He was in the movie half baked, but, um, so basically, um, comedian Jim Brewer speaks out against vaccine mandates um, and he says I have a serious issue with that. So he was basically um, canceling his shows because of the the, the mandates. Says Jim Brewer, uh, a comedian and Saturday Night Live alumnus, is taking a firm stand against the growing trend of vaccine mandates across the country. This is um, from Fox News. Brewer, who is currently on his Freedom of uh, Freedom of Laughter tour, says he is canceling any show at a venue that requires attendees to provide proof of vaccination. Um. And it says uh, he told Tucker Carlson about his interaction with a teenager who expressed excitement to get vaccinated. When Brewer asked why, he said, "I don't care, man. I just want to get my life back," which is telling because people are thinking, "Oh, I need to take a vaccination to get my life back." I just want things to go back to normal. But thing is, I'm vaccinated, but there's some stores where I still got to wear a mask. So my life yeah, isn't <laughs> my life isn't back. You know what I'm saying? Um, but if I wanted to keep my job, I I had to. Now, Brewer noted that teenagers' answer had nothing to do with health, and he says that is the mentality and fear. He said it has nothing to do with safety, and it said of course uh, he he received a ton of backlash when he announced that he was he was uh, for not forcing his fans to be vaccinated, and he says the monsters uh, come out, noting the hatred was so severe that he received a comment um, from someone who said, "I hope you get COVID and die." See, that is the, uh, wow. that's the mentality of the people who are, I guess you would say the woke left who are just like, yeah, this is and their."
1: That's, that's a dumb thing to say too. If right. You say that just because like, he's got a 99.8% chance of living if he gets it. So if you, if you want somebody to die, say like, I hope you get cancer and die, you know?
0: Yeah. But the thing is with this though, dude, I don't. Okay. We, we could say right here, right here. I mean, I don't care who you vote for. I'm not a, I'm not a Biden fan. I don't wish him to get COVID. I don't wish anybody got COVID. I mean, why would I, that's just me as a human. I don't wish it upon anybody.
1: I've, I've known it, at least a hundred people who've gotten COVID. Now I do zero, zero people have died. I've, I've known one and 90 99%, 98% of them no symptoms yeah I, we, we've known one that that's passed away from it but at the same
0: time i'm like man it's like we can't shut down the world for a little bit no no if it was like what you picture like in any hollywood movie where like literally people are dying all the time we still have uh my cat and dog separated so she's in the room with us and i i i sneeze with her but i love her to death it's not like hollywood where when you have like a pandemic and everyone's like dying all at once and they i mean yeah if that was the case i'd probably be like dude I need to take a vaccination because I don't want to die. But when everyone, when there's like, what do you say? 99 point, whatever. Like, I don't know. It, 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 like, I actually got sick when I took my second shot, as you heard on last episode. And I've been fine for the past year and a half, two years, whatever, with no, nothing. So I don't know. I've been hoping
1: I get it. I had 160 hours at work that I could have used if I got it. Oh yeah. You know how much I got to use zero and now it's all gone. Other people got to use that got free money. Well, my work's doing this thing now. They said, if you get COVID
0: and you don't have the vaccination, you still have to take two weeks at work off no pay. Okay. If you get COVID and you're vaccinated, you take two weeks off work with pay. I'm like, but wait a second. I thought I couldn't get COVID if I had the vaccination.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's, if I, that's but, untrue, if but I'm vet, wondering how come they say no pay. Can you use sick time if you have it? You, well, they, they tap in your sick time, obviously, but I don't have two weeks
0: worth of sick time. Oh, that's the I thing. Don't. Yeah. Well, well, the Grim Reaper makes his own rules. Yeah. Um, but Brewer continues to say when people foam at the mouth and blindly more say <laughs> time for me, <laughs> Yeah. when people, <laughs> nice. Uh, when people foam at the mouth and blindly say, you will take this. I have a serious issue
1: with that is what uh, Jim Brewer said.
0: I've never seen anything. Hey, so I, dangerous. Sen-
1: I sent you that announcement from Biden today and it's requiring all people to get uh, vaccinated by the 30th. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to talk about that thing you sent
0: me. Let's just say uh, I never want to see that again, Wilson and thanks stallion for being part of that. I have a gut feeling he was.
1: He, he wasn't i sent it to him the same oh okay I sent <laughs> to you usually it
0: was the other way around uh it, it reminds mm. me did i ever send you that thing of uh toy story toy stallion <laughs> no toy story oh no i gotta find it dude. <laughs> my buddy west sent it to me i was like dear god it's horrible we're not gonna talk about it on the show it's a it's family a show holstein. wasn't you should send
1: that to holstein
0: at some point they probably got it from him <laughs> i or he probably created it probably it says uh he warned the vaccine mandates are only the beginning and there will be a bigger agenda after his daughter was told she would be required to be vaccinated before attending college classes. Brewer suggested that universities only want to educate those willing to take the vaccine. It's mind boggling for me. He said, there's a serious problem going on and I'm not the one that's going to make a change. Um, but so he basically, he says, uh, let's try to enjoy ourselves and just share a laugh because this ain't the easiest place to live. Hopefully I can heal the ones that really need to, need that hearty laugh which is true dude we need laughter right now because like we started watching Seinfeld we need the freedom to laugh right now right I mean like okay well let's go to Dave Chappelle next so he says some jokes and people are all in an uproar right he's like dude like whatever like it's a joke it's all comedy is. that's making fun of something and laughing <laughs> we talked about this before Daniel Tosh I could be laughing hysterically then, then five minutes later be like hey now that affects me that that's I don't know about that also I'm like I ah, know it's still funny I don't care whatever <laughs> <laughs> you know uh you know Jim Gaffigan does it too I mean people not just like comedians that are you know foul mouth but like Jim Gaffigan who's like a super clean comedian you know could yeah. say a Christian joke, and I'm like, "That's kind of funny," you know. It's kind of funny, um you know. So they're wanting to cancel Dave Chappelle and everything because, you know, he said a couple of jokes about transgender people. Okay, deal with it, you know. You you, you he know says
1: jokes about straight people too,
0: and black people, and white people, and cops, yeah. and everybody. And I'm sitting there yeah. laughing. At, I'm like, "You yeah, know, white people were funny like that." Yeah, you're right, dude. You're, you're right, dude. You got to laugh. You got to have a thicker backbone in this world. And we've lost that. We've literally lost that. And the funny thing is most people, majority of people still have that. It's the select few that think they're going to make all these waves. We got to just shut those people down. If you're offended, you're offended. Awesome. Because just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. You know? Um, And so Uh, did uh, you
1: see what Condoleezza Rice said. Yes. On the Uh, view on the view. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Couldn't couldn't have said it better.
0: Yeah, and and Condoleezza Rice is uh, a black lady who basically was speaking out against critical race theory and says, "Hey, we could teach this, but we can't teach it in a way that says like oh white kids are the problem and white yeah, this. white
1: kids need to feel bad." She said, "Yes, I want black people to feel good in their skin, feel good yep. about who they are,
0: and they should be
1: know, proud. Know what happened in the past, but know that." they have a choice to overcome that and not be the same as their ancestors. And then it also needs to be taught in a way that doesn't make white people feel guilty.
0: Right. Exactly. Because, and because the perfect. people
1: white people now are, are not the people who did that back then. And it's so funny that we're talking about this. I was watching a Seinfeld episode. This is, this is a very long
0: cheers. Sorry. We're <laughs> not even nowhere near done, done with it yet. I was watching a Seinfeld episode and I'm in the last season and Elaine's dating this guy and he, he walks out of the room and then they're sitting at the coffee shop. And then, uh, she was, what do you think of him? And then he mentioned something like, well, how do you, you must be, feel pretty good about yourself. She's like, oh, he goes, cause he's black. He's clearly white, but he's one of those white albino, uh, black albino guys. But he kind of looks like he could be white or black. You don't know. And so they're at the table and they're like, are we allowed to talk about this? Can we talk about this? I don't know if we could talk about this. And so it was like so weird because we couldn't talk about it. It was, it was like, have you seen diary, of, diary of a wimpy kid? Diarrhea. What? No di- diary of a wimpy kid. Oh, <laughs> it was like the cheese touch. You, you could not talk about it. You couldn't touch this subject because it was like evil. So they're like, they're like, we can't talk about that. We we're not allowed to talk about this. We're talking. And I'm like, we need to be able to talk about things. We need to be able to be open about these things or else nothing's ever going to work in, in the society that's just the way it is period yeah. um and then this came to me uh through a friend of the show katie thank you katie uh country star travis tritt um known for Great a song guy. known for a song inner sandman in the got a devita and um what's the other one um pour some sugar on me he sang all three of those um, huh? I don't. I have no idea
1: what songs he oh sings. Gosh, have you ever seen an American Carol? No, I heard about it though. My dad actually I'm, owns I'm pretty that. Su- I'm pretty sure he's the one. I like, I forget what the song is, but he sings a song in that. At Pour the end. some sugar he's, on me. Am I thinking of a different guy?
0: Oh, I think so. I don't think if you have any idea. I think you're thinking of um,
1: Dwight Yoakam or something like that. He's the only guy the country guy I know is like an actor. Maybe I am thinking of a different guy. Never mind thinking of somebody else good no, story Wilson. no good story dude Owned. i swear don't swear it's bad going to imdb for this oh great oh website. yeah i'm thinking i'm thinking of a different guy. i'm thinking of trace atkins just kidding
0: oh okay it both start with a t completely understand and i think are both legends in the country area i, I so. love
1: i love him in that movie he plays death you know oh okay Mutual respect
0: <laughs> you, 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 you took the words right, right out of my mouth i was gonna say do you feel like you connect with him on a on a like a physical level uh, or um john john voight plays george washington in that movie. i gotta i gotta watch that movie because i heard of, uh isn't kelsey Grammer in that too he's the main guy oh, okay yeah yeah I'm one, I, I, one I, I, of I, the
1: main guy well uh kevin farley is is the main guy but he he plays um who, who's the the guy who used to make movies that was super left-wing michael michael Moore? His name yes he plays not michael moore it's like mike what does it say here but it's uh chris farley's brother yeah yeah um who does he play they call him like michael malone or something okay but he probably looks just like him fat and yeah he looks he looks exactly like michael moore um but i gotta you know, i gotta watch that and i've never seen and it he goes through like the it's it's just like christmas carol to like trace atkins's death he visits him in the night and then you have uh kelsey grammer plays Patton in it and yeah okay bill o'reilly's in it okay I mean, you sold you saw me on bill o'reilly dude bill o'reilly <laughs> you, you got me on there um
0: it's a great movie So Travis Tritt cancels shows with vaccination and mask mandates that are, uh, quote, trying to shame people. And it says, during a week in which he announced the cancellation of four concerts at venues with coronavirus safety protocols, country artist Travis Tritt reiterated on Tuesday night to Fox News host Tucker Carlson how he was putting my money where my mouth is by not playing at places requiring vaccination masks or negative coronavirus tests. The musician who has said that promoters and venues requiring covid safety measures were discriminating against concert goers um and it says uh trip 58 he's only 58 wow who said he still plans to perform at venues without guidelines noted that the decision was made after some fans reached out to him when they were turned away from buildings because they were not vaccinated or did not have a negative
1: test and he continues to say uh this is trying to divide so- people go ahead how does it work? Like in my work, I have to get tested every week because I'm not vaccinated, Uh-huh. but I never get the result. They like how, do. Huh? They get the result. Yeah, but if I wanted to go to, the, to one of these things, I'd be like, I just got tested on Monday. It was okay. negative. Okay. okay. I have no proof of that. Okay. Though. So me, I've been tested. So you go to like a CVS, Walgreens, whatever. No, I don't do it there. I do it at my work.
0: Well, I'm telling you, like, if you want to go to a concert, this is how you do oh, it. But um, you okay. get tested, but you get it like in five days later and they email it to you and you would show
1: them that. On that, when I was sick a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, um, my work wanted me to get a, a COVID test, right? So I went to CVS, I went to Walgreens, I, I searched on the internet. No every rapid place, test, right? Uh, No, I could have a rapid test. Oh, okay. Um, every place that I, I went to to look for one was booked out on their COVID tests for two weeks plus. Yeah. See, I don't have so, a problem out here because it's such a small area, but I get that,
0: dude. That's the issue. I, I
1: don't get it. Why are people booking a COVID test out two weeks when after 2 weeks it's going to be gone it doesn't make any sense dude
0: it's weird you're already going to be over it yeah you know yeah um but he says right here uh, this is trying to divide people um this is trying to shame people which is so true this is trying to basically discriminate against people they don't feel are clean enough to be part of enjoying a concert like that which is very much true because you you you're, you're acting like they're unclean now like oh my gosh you don't have vaccination oh my gosh oh, we're back to the like the leprosy back in the bible days huge step backwards right yeah and then the last one here um basically uh this makes me hungry and i miss them so much because they're out here fieri? yes guy fieri that's money dude um friend of the show actually um, Taking you back to COVID town. <laughs> <laughs> we're rolling out. Um, in and Out Burger Mang. Um, oh yeah. Basically says uh, th- they basically said they're not going to comply with anything, and it says right here they said they are not going to be the COVID police. Exactly. We refuse to become the vaccination police for any government. Um, and it says because I think what happened was in San Francisco, um, they were they wanting. They shut them down. They shut them down. And then, um, so they they open back up, but to like drive through only, and- uh, to go,
1: to go, oh, to, to, to no, go, no dine in basically, which is right. what it was for what eight months, nine months, right? Um, and so because they cause that 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 was Fisherman's Wharf, they don't have a drive through. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Well, and, and, and here's the thing, California, you're doing a great job right now. Fantastic job. In having literally every single one of your your California staple businesses and corporations want to just leave your state, I hope Tesla le- Tesla left. We got people right here um, who are pushing, uh, who are from Florida, pushing in and out. Come to Florida. Come to Florida. Yeah, California. You think you're doing a good thing? You're not. And I'm going to speak to California. I'm not talking about people who listen to this show I'm talking about Newsom and his minions. You guys are
1: ruining that state. And I, I hear they just put on the ballot. Um, We're, we're going to vote. I don't know when on adding the COVID-19 vaccination to the vaccination list that kids have to have to go to school.
0: Which is weird. Cause I, I thought it was only public schools, but a morticia told me, no, it, it, it goes it's into every, private schools too, which yeah. I'm like, dude. So it, the only one that it may not affect is homeschool, but not which, every parent could go to could teach their kid.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I I don't I don't get this because most of those other vaccines they prevent something, right? Like you're not gonna get it if you get this vaccine. The COVID vaccine, it's it's not a preventative. It's a lessens the symptom. You still get it. You can still get it. It just might lessen the symptoms for it, which we do not require flu vaccines to go to school. Right. That's what, that's what the COVID vaccine is. And we're seeing that more and more because more and more people are still getting COVID and they've gotten vaccinated. Right. It makes and, no sense. And I know this happened to
0: you and it has happened to my cousin and his kids just recently. Um, his kid went to school and they have like just allergies like this, like just the sniffles. They sent him home. He's also, we can't yeah. have sniffles now. Yeah. And, you know, like, it, it's like, it's like the other day I was at work and I cough, I was, you know, did the the vampire, you know, coughed in my elbow and all that. And I mean, out here, uh, everyone just like, whatever, you know, but like in California, yeah. like when I did that, everyone's like, oh my gosh, you know, like you hear sirens going off and everything I'm like, dude, relax. You know, I just,
1: I love, cause like Sacramento is back to the, oh, you have to wear mask indoor stuff. Right. I just love that. I went to Sacramento, Sac County, uh, the other day, a couple of days ago. Everywhere I went, I did not wear a mask.
0: Anybody all say the anything places,
1: to you? All the places said mask required due to guidelines or whatever. Uh huh. I walked in. I talked to you know people who worked at the store and em- employees and stuff. And nobody told me to. The only place, which this is why I go to Sam's Club and not Costco, is because Costco are mass Nazis. Sam's club has a big sign out front that says, uh, it's recommended that you wear a mask. That's it. Yeah. And then you walk right in there. Nobody says anything to you. It doesn't matter, but Costco you'll walk in, uh, you need to put a mask on. See, we don't, this is why I go to Sam's club. We
0: don't have, uh, Costco out here. We only have Sam's. Um, and, Honestly, it was weird because Sam's Club and Walmart owned by the same company. Walmart still has their person standing out front right there uh, who basically, you know, do you want a mask? Well, no, I'm good. Um, So I'm at the point again to where because there's a couple of counties where it's like mask mandates, but, you know, I'm they're not in for like the county saying it is. But everyone else around there goes, this is ridiculous. So I walk in. I have a mask with me just in case I say something. I'm not going to argue with them because I'm at work. But uh, it's funny because you, you you put the person who charge up front who is, like, the least, like, most threatening, like, least threatening person ever. It's like some old lady. You want a mask? I'm like,
1: what are you going to do, Grandma? Really? You know, like, what are you really going to do? Are you the enforcer? You know, it's funny. They would probably be okay with someone confronting a patron about a mask. But not theft. Yeah. Yeah you're not allowed to confront someone when you know that they're stealing something. Yeah. Ridiculous, dude. There are priorities in the wrong area. Like, like one thing, both things could cost the company money. You know, somebody tell us someone to put a mask on. They'll be like, no, well, you need to leave. Okay. I'll take my business somewhere else.
0: Well, I remember when COVID first hit, they, uh, there was like videos of people walking into Walmart and like people were like, you can wear a <laughs> mask, you can wear a mask. I'm like, dude, Chill, relax, man. Like, yeah, it's gonna be okay. And this was like a Walmart employee taking their job way too serious. So, but man, that was a yeah. We need a cheers. It, you know. so
1: oh, you know, real quick, this is not a guy I, I would normally cheers, but along the same lines as this, Kyrie Irving. Uh, you know what? I forgot to put him on here. I thought the same thing too. You know, he's he's. I mean, granted, his situation's a little different. He makes. Money, even though he's not playing right now and sitting yeah. at home, he's under contract, so he still gets his seventeen million dollars or whatever it is. That's it. Um, Oof, tough life. That's it. He's getting old, man. I'm kidding. That's um, a lot of money. One million dollars yeah. is a lot of money to me. So, but I mean, like the younger basketball players and 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 other people in sports, the baseball players, football players. I mean, they can't afford to not play, even even though. I don't know. Baseball. I think baseball more than f- football or basketball baseball players. Like when you're in the minor leagues, you're making 50, $60,000 a year. You know, it's a, it's a mediocre job, at least in California, that kind of money across the States could be better, but I don't know what they pay minor leaguers, you know, back East or whatever. Yeah. But in California, Rivercats players are making 60 grand a year and then they get called up to the big leagues. Minimum payment is like 75,000 a year. Or something, you know, they have to make money, right? Um, Kyrie Irving doesn't really need to make money. He's made a lot of money already. He's still making money. Saying, "I'm not getting vaccinated," but I mean, kudos to him. He's he's standing behind his decision. Um, I think this might be the last year of his contract, so this could affect coming years. But maybe he's going to retire. But good for and him.
0: I, and I don't follow him. He plays for who? The Nets.
1: Nets. Yeah. Okay, that's what on the dream team. Okay, so before we get
0: into the first of all, uh, when we get into the main stuff, I just want to say that San Francisco Chronicles uh, news website paywall thing sucks because I was pulling up articles for those those things that we're looking at. And it's like you could subscribe and read it. I'm like, no, I just want to read the article. I don't want to pay
1: for it. Hey, My San Francisco whatever thing article that I sent you, it went right to it. Yeah, not mine. So thank you, Washington <laughs> Post and Fox News for not having a paywall
0: or something. Talking about the the, the Biden thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> the the picture you sent me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I sent you a link. To yeah, oh no. Article.
0: That's what I thought it was, dude. I was like, I was like, oh, cool. Look, this is this is about the in and out thing.
1: That one tricked me. It tricked me. Cause normally you look at the it it brings up a picture, right? And you're like, oh yeah, that's legit in the headline and then you look at the, the website and you're like no that's not real this one was like san francisco times or something
0: yeah i bet it was so
1: legit <laughs> i clicked on it first I, somebody got me with it so
0: yeah well let's let's just had to pass it along let's just tell people i'm not going to go description it was a bunch of old guys together together let's just say that and it was not <laughs> what i wanted to see freaking wilson good morning um, So we're going to start off. I watched the new Halloween movie. You watched the new Halloween movie. You hated it.
1: Kind of. Okay. Yeah, it was
0: horrible. So, okay. I, I want to try to not give away any spoilers because uh, those of you who haven't seen it. um, I like po- the, you the know guy. What?
1: <clears throat> if anybody's seen any Halloween movie
0: you've seen this one they've already got <laughs>
1: spoilers <laughs> pretty much um the
0: things I had issue with uh there's a Amy scene Lee in the Curtis is old <laughs> and her acting is horrible and she just kept saying evil dies tonight
1: let it burn
0: yeah evil it dies burn. tonight I'm all does it though I don't think it, it does doesn't. it never does um there is a scene um in the hospital that was actually had a lot to do like with like a social aspect of today with uh like a Lynch mentality with just going after someone just to go after someone. Um, It was kind of weird though. They were all chanting evil dies tonight, which was kind of corny, but there is one scene in this movie. I don't think I made it that far. Okay. There's one (laughs) scene in this movie that I was dying laughing and I hope you made it to that part. Um, How do I say this? um it's the scene in the park with the suv and that girl is shooting at the car oh yeah yeah, yeah. dude, dude <laughs> That
1: they have the, we talked about this me and morticia while we're watching this i was like these people the worst shot in the world well those sto- they're stormtroopers
0: <laughs> but but hey her final shot was dead on oh yeah that's what i was good laughing job. about that's what i was laughing about i was like oh my gosh that's so funny Dude, i was cracking up so i didn't picture that coming um i did like the soundtrack um the guy who played michael myers was the same guy who played it in the last one uh, james u I thought he did a good job i thought the throwback to the first movie Is was that cool
1: who you posted the picture of
0: no that was tyler main um he was the Ro- he was the michael myers in the rob zombie movies oh okay um and he was also a saber tooth in uh, X Men, and he's a professional WWE wrestler as well. Um, but uh, they did like a cool throwback to like the first movie, and the guy that played Donald Pleasance, Doctor Loomis, man, looked just like him.
1: It was weird. Oh yeah, it did. But that guy's for sure dead. Oh right? Donald
0: Pleasant. Oh Donald Pleasance died a while ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that guy looked just like him, and yeah. then. We were talking about too how how they were talking about the first people at the bar, you know. Yeah. Did you realize they had a real housewife in there? I don't ever watch that show, so I probably wouldn't realize it. Uh, uh, I forget her name. It's Kyle something. Oh, is, yeah. is she the- she's fr- she's in the original Halloween. Kyle Richards. Yeah, she was, yeah she, yeah, but she was a little girl, and that was actually her. Yeah, in she the was first movie. I think she was not the babysitter maybe she was a babysitter she's one of the survivors no she was she was the one that the babysitter was watching
0: right babysitter right, right died yeah. yeah i mean if you if you like gory movies there's no um jump scares it wasn't scary at all it no. was just uh you know people were up in arms about there's a scene with a bunch of firemen i thought that scene was kind of cool because you don't see that in movies um I, I did some research on it. That house, they really burned that house down. They, they, they found like this house that just looked perfect. And uh, they, the inside of that house uh, was shot in the scene. The very beginning of the movie, you had that, that black lady and the white husband, you know, the interracial couple, mm-hmm. the inside, uh, their scene was inside the house that was burning. So it's, it's a different house, you know, that they're portraying. Um, but it was the same house. Yeah, it was the same house and they really burned oh. it down to the ground. Um, you know, it it's, it's pretty cool. You know, I think it was I don't I don't think it was filmed that far from here. I was I think it was on the East Coast, Georgia, I think. I I mean, I have a soft spot for Halloween movies. Those are my
1: yeah. one of my favorite ones. You know, I don't I don't mind them either, but the, it it didn't hold my attention. I fell asleep. It was definitely hyped up
0: for what it was the yeah. juice was not so much worth the squeeze if you will <laughs> uh, but it was i liked it just get I'm a, I'm a completist i have every single halloween movie i will buy this one um you know because i have to um but you had something else about uh, a movie before we get into I the did. main
1: topic i did i got a couple things actually so you put those skittles down i heard you dropped mm-hmm. those skittles dropping it like it's hot they're good they're called shriekers you don't know if they're going to be sour or sweet oh you should mix them up with some zombie ones in there oh (laughs) no are those still at the studio (laughs) no i threw them away (laughs) the studio's gone r.i.p wait it's gone it's going to be gone everything's out of there it's getting sold i mean are they you're not oh they're not tearing it down no no no, it's just getting sold yeah um so oh i gotta send you a link to this (laughs) been fooled by that before today (laughs) this this is a real thing i should send that post that picture to instagram (laughs) (laughs) no don't do that you see how long it stays up all right i i am assuming that you have seen oh 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 fail down here fail dude i i assume that you have seen this already um you're gonna have to do some edit here again (laughs)
0: like always Uh, with you
1: yeah no with yourself oh here we go i'm so excited for this i (laughs) my man i actually watched this about an hour
0: ago when i was on the toilet uh very (laughs) i posted about it too did you yeah
1: i didn't know not on not through our show but through my personal but i'm i'm so excited for this the only thing i would be more excited for is if uh mark Wahlberg was nathan drake yeah. But I, I feel like this it which his character somewhat doesn't make sense to me because he's playing solely. Mark yeah. Wahlberg is. Um, but what we're talking about is the Uncharted series that is a actually it's not a PlayStation exclusive anymore. I think they're they're releasing it to that Microsoft Game Pass.
0: Oh really? Okay, well, good. I they, think they I are. think they
1: should expand that. It's a good series. I don't. It's a place. To, it's same thing with MLB the show. Boom! All of a sudden, oh, it's on Microsoft, so now Xbox people can get it. No, screw you! PlayStation has the best uh, baseball game.
0: Well, I think. I'm, different.
1: <laughs> I don't, um, but I'm not. I'm not an Xbox guy. Um, Never mind. But the Uncharted series that was made initially for PlayStation, you have Uncharted one, two, three. And then uh, there's a fourth four one, is which is the thief, one with the girl. No. no, no, those five games all together. There's I think. five. Yeah, yeah. Four is a thief's end or something like that. Yeah, then there's, where it uh, kind of goes back and forth between Nathan Drake when he was little and present day. Yeah. Um. But I'm I'm very excited. This is one of my favorite games. Mine too. Ever. Um. It's a great like third person platformer shooter
0: it's, it has a cool a story
1: game. like a cool adventure it does, story it, it does yeah there's comedy um, but, and the scenes are beautiful too i i i can't remember i think I, I i've seen movies that this guy has been in but tom holland plays nathan drake which um if you base it off of the last game which i've been playing recently um it does flashbacks to when nathan drake was younger um tom holland does actually kind of look like him in in that game i don't know who plays the voice from a lot of times they do they'll take the voice of somebody and uh uh make that person look like the actual person who's in the game so i don't i don't know who does the voice in the uncharted series but uh it it should be good it looks good it looks
0: um about how i was expecting it um Kind of like Tomb Raider, the original, very over the top because that's how the game is. You're hanging off the back of an airplane. I'm like, you physically, like physics, you can't do that. You know? Yeah,
1: he's like, he's like jumping over cargo nets that are towards the plane. I'm all, you fly out, and then he does, he does like a a last second twenty foot jump to the back of the plane, and you're like, he he would have jumped and just flown backwards.
0: But I'm, I'm excited about I do like both those actors, especially Mark Wahlberg. Um, now, Nathan Fillion, uh, fans of The Uncharted were wanting Nathan Fillion to play um, Drake. Uh, if you know who Nathan Fillion is, I think he was in um, True Blood, I think. I'm not sure. Um, if you Google his name right now, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. I think he should play Drake as like uh, like when he gets older.
1: Um, because I think he looks exactly like the video game. Now that I've seen Mark Wahlberg, I want him to play it. But they can't do it because you can't because I mean, you can't. can't have him be Sully and oh, Nathan Drake. That's the other thing. Like, he's supposed to be Sully. Sully was an old guy. Didn't he have a mustache throughout but this all is the a, video this games? This
0: is a this is a prequel though. This is before what, the, what what was that guy's name? Nathan Fillion. F-I-L-L-I-O-N. This is a prequel though. This is before uh
1: nathan drake goes on all of his v- adventures um he was actually in a live action fan film oh was he really 2018 he was oh okay
0: yeah uh if, if you guys haven't played uh these games they're fun uh you, you yeah, get to drive we? cars they're actually the every game has like i don't know how, to, how you would describe it crescendos of action so you'll be just walking around doing whatever and also a, a big gun battle then you're driving around next you know you're running out of a temple as things are falling out it's crashing you gotta hitting these buttons in certain forms and then uh or a train's it's like indiana
1: up. jones tomb raider
0: yeah mashup and then like like a train's going off a cliff or something like that it's fun um and there's Snow the piercer Exactly. <laughs> the, 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 there's one uh the game, even I'm not sure if you played this one yet. The one with the Willy two girls
1: Wonka.
0: I was about to say, Willie Wonka. The um the one with the two girls, uh the Uncharted I played it. That one's equally as good too, which it ties in with the other one because it it's does. it's happening it does. at the same time, but you don't know it until one scene. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I remember that scene because I was actually that character in that scene. It's a trip. Um Uncharted is actually the first game I ever played on PlayStation 3. And I got hooked ever since. I actually own every single one. So um
1: and I think I'm gonna go back through and play all of them in order again. That's I fine. now own every single one except for the the female one. Yeah, I
0: forget what that one's called. Um I don't know. I, I think it's called Uncharted Lost
1: Legacy or something.
0: Yeah, or Uncharted menstruating people, I think is what it's called. Whoa. I think that's what it's called, or Uncharted birthing people because you can't say okay. woman
1: anymore yeah i think that's what it is right so you just kept us from getting canceled thank you well no you're welcome um
0: i i, I do what I, I do what i do to stop, stop us from getting canceled oh come on oh,
1: dang it we were so close my cat's in here again she loves the gong Dude, what can i say um so go ahead go ahead and play your uh your earthly oddities I'm going I'm to hit us with this because it's kind of like a, you know, the treasure seeker type thing. The Real WTHO presents Earthly Oddities. Um, so this is kind of cool. I, I saw this. I, I you, get, you You're going to have to stop me if I have talked about this already because it's been in my... My little cue for a while, but I don't think I have. Don't do that. I just sent it to you so you can, you can check it and see if I've talked about it before, but um, some ancient art was uncovered in a dark, dangerous zone of Southeastern U S caves. This is in Tennessee. And um, they found this um, in some caves. that are like miles below the earth's surface. But they've they've explored close to a hundred cave sites, which are located in Alabama, Tennessee, and Kentucky. And they also visited, visited a few in Virginia, West Virginia, Ooh. Georgia, and one in Florida. Um this this uh this is kind of cool. Some of the pictures they have on here, I don't know if it's actually from you know the the caves where they're looking, but these caves are amazing. Yeah, that's pretty cool looking. Wow, um, some, some in the Appalachian region were very important parts of the landscape um, for ancestral, A- Appalachian, uh, whatever you want to say, um, uh, for ancestral Native Americans. They use those caves like they use other parts of their landscape as sacred places. Um, but some of the, the cave art that they found included mud glyphs, um, drawings traced into mud surfaces, petroglyphs, drawings embedded into limestone of cave walls, pictographs, which are paintings made up of charcoal-based pigments. Um, but th- there's pictures of these, and it's it's crazy to think. I mean, they're, they're saying that some of the, the art dates back to 6,500 years ago, which is, that's a long time, and it's amazing this stuff is still there. If yeah. if it really is that old, I mean, who who knows how? I don't I don't know how they can date something like this, but so I little, think it's a lot of it's cool. like our our ancestor
0: too. Cherokee syllabary is in there, yeah. So it's all Indian stuff, which is cool. Yeah. yeah, these caves are cool. We have a couple caves near me. Um, we have the Oregon oh. organ Cave and the Lost Caverns. I think is what
1: it's called. Um, some of them died due to dangerous cave conditions. For example, Native American remains from 3,000 years ago were found in Mammoth and Salt Cave in Kentucky.
0: Yeah, I haven't been to any of those. There's a picture of one right below that, the Briars Cave in Georgia. Yeah, I got to go there.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: That actually reminds me of, of that cave I was telling you about. Yeah, where with the waterfalls. The, with the golf, that's, that's, with that's the golf clubs. Like. Yeah, the golf yeah. clubs. Did they say they found golf clubs?
1: No, I did not see that. It those says are... you can kind of feel their spirit Maybe they were golfers maybe maybe, maybe maybe that guy was a golfer he felt their spirit. who knows The legend
0: of Bagger Vance yeah dude, that's cool though yeah I, I, thought I, it was,
1: I, I thought I saw that and I was like oh it's cool and it says West Virginia in there.
0: yeah see we, we we have these caves out here one of them is I haven't been to either one yet I think it's called it's the, I think it's the Oregon cave. they have it was like a civil War area where the troops hit out um and there's still stuff there from when they hit out which is pretty cool i'm like man i gotta go check that out can you take it yes uh everybody gets a free rifle cool yeah it's pretty neat um but there's two versions of like like a couple of the uh the caves you you could either splunk which is like if you're getting down and dirty if you're riding dirty like where you're crawling through the stuff i i couldn't do that because um tight spaces and i'm fat um so i get stuck um, you told me you lost weight i did lose weight but i'm still fat um and then uh then you go, or you can just like walk down steps and like like the lighted trail and look at everything I'm like that's what i want to do i want to do that it's pretty neat
1: that's like the lava beds in oregon i haven't been to those that's pretty fun
0: i've only been through um or oregon like uh like a couple times um so today our topic um is i wanted to go over some hold on
1: hold on what? I God. Have something else gosh dang it
0: freaking i have something
1: them. else this is very important too oh, it better be this is a scumbag oh this is multiple scumbags scumbag s- week. S- yeah out of the s at the end of that <laughs> um we're gonna talk about this because th- this really makes me mad Um, we're getting back, you know, we have so many stories that we've said about things happening and people taking action, right? Not pulling their phones out, recording things, Oh you know, just, just getting in on it and stopping the bad stuff. Right. Listen to this headline. Writers watched as a woman was raped on a SEPTA train, but no one called nine one one. A 35-year-old man in Pennsylvania is facing rape and assault charges after a woman was sexually assaulted on board a public transit train Wednesday night as riders witnessed the attack but did not intervene, authorities say. It goes on, and I'm not going to read the whole story because these people are douchebags, but it goes on to say that some of the people were recording the whole thing. This woman was harassed by this guy for 45 minutes wow. before, before the rape happened. And people were on the train the whole time. Granted, it happened at like 11 p.m. at night. But still, there were people there. No one called the cops. No one did any, anything to stop this guy. They let it happen. It didn't stop until, I think, um, SEPTA officers, which SEPTA is like BART for you people around the California area. It's like it's like a subway. Yeah, it's it's the rapid transit train um but officers i think they saw it on video saw it happening and they ended up apprehending the guy at some point but it was after everything that already happened so man yeah, everybody on that train scumbags of the week just it just makes me mad like i could not be somebody who sits there and watches that happen and does nothing see i, I, was- I I don't even care if the person had a, a weapon, like and I had nothing. I'm the kind of person that I, I wouldn't have been able to sit there and do nothing.
0: I would look at you like because you and I rode BART together when we went down to the Giants game. Oh yeah, we would have lit him up. And I would I would have looked at you and been like, You it's ready go to time. go you ready to go to <laughs> jail tonight, dude? Because we're yeah. we're going no matter what. Cause, you you cause... went that
1: night, but you know, <laughs> we, we, we... <laughs>
0: I did, dude. I was <laughs> streaking across that field. Um, but no, I, I would have been like, dude, it's go time. Let's do this. I'm like, yeah.
1: may the odds forever be in our favor. Yeah. Um, but that that was in Pennsylvania, if people don't know. I thought you said Louisiana. No, it was SEPTA, which is oh, something, okay. something. I don't know what it stands for, but it was in Pennsylvania somewhere. But yeah, that's it, that, Those are the kind of stories that make me. you know like all these stories we talk about that builds up my faith in people where they're you know throwing the phone down and going and doing something and then you get one of these and it those stories knock it up one notch you know i feel like these stories take it down like 10. yeah it's
0: just it's definitely disheartening
1: yeah It, it sucks dude um i
0: mean and I don't know how Pennsylvania is, but if it was in California, that is a nonviolent crime, so that guy would probably already be out of jail. Yeah. So that's what you know they're dealing with. So okay, let's get into this. Okay, An hour and a half later. <laughs> so the main topic today, I thought I wanted to do some fun, um, something fun here. Um, so you know, every single uh, episode in the during the month of October, almost at the month of Halloween, um, which is technically the month of Halloween. Um, you know, we have a little bit of like a Halloween horror theme going on, you know, like with your beer and some of the stories. So I wanted to come up, uh, some of these, uh, movies, like these horror movies that you've heard of, but might not have heard of the true story that they're based off of. Okay. Um, everybody knows that, you know, you're the conjurings, right? Those ones are all, you know, they say, Oh, these are, you know, the Warrens and all that, but we're not talking about those today arachnophobia see that's a real thing yeah you know but i don't think i could really happen you know you know it, arach- for you. It, it definitely would for me i would burn a house down for a couple spiders well there's like thousands in that movie so uh you know some of these you may know some of them you might not um the movie scream um was actually well, yeah, i've heard about this yeah uh was it- one of my favorite movies i remember watching this movie in high school and the little twisted ending at the end and they're actually coming out with a new scream with the original cast um it's done filming they actually released the trailer for it it looks corny but that's what i like you know i'm probably gonna go see it so uh it's basically uh you know it says right here uh that the original screenplay was inspired by a true life crime that happened in gainesville florida Kevin Williamson wrote the story, originally titled Scary Movie, which we know Scary Movie became a comedy based off of Scream. I think they
1: did that on purpose.
0: Yeah. And based the plot loosely on the 1990 case of the Gainesville Ripper. Uh, Danny Rowling was a serial killer who was born and raised in Shreveport,
1: Louisiana. a movie about a guy that went around giving pink eye to everyone.
0: (laughs) What? (laughs) What are you talking about?
1: You'll get it when you listen to
0: it. It's okay. Keep going. (laughs) It sounds funny, though. Uh, In 1954. Okay. Uh, So it says he was born in Shreveport, Louisiana in 1954. His father was a police officer who abused his mother. Uh, Rowling spent time in and out of trouble in his youth with several arrests for robberies. He was also caught spying on women as they changed. In 1990, he tried to kill his father, succeeding only in taking the man's eye and ear. Lang would commit the crime that inspired Scream, the Scream movie just a few months after the murder attempt on his father. He headed to Gainesville, Florida, and went on a grisly crime spree. Over four days in August 1990, he would stab, stalk, and kill five college students, four females, one male. His pattern was the same, breaking into apartments while residents were asleep, stabbing them in their beds. He raped the women before killing them. His male victim, a roommate of one of the girls, was killed in his bed after being awoken by the attack. Rowling mutilated his female victims after raping and killing them, leaving severed heads and corpses staged in lewd sexual positions for authorities. That's not the Scream movie that I saw. Um, Rowling was arrested a month later for burglary charge in nearby Ocala and after a time became a a suspect in the Gainesville murders. DNA evidence eventually matched him to the crimes and he was formally charged with several counts of murder. Um, And it says that he pled guilty to his crimes, explained that he wanted to become famous like Ted Bundy. After his confession for the Gainesville murders, Rowling admitted to killing three people in Shreveport in a similar way to the Gainesville crimes. Rowling was executed by lethal injection in Florida State Prison on October 25th, 2006. Good job, Florida. Um, It says uh, Kevin Williamson was watching a news story about the Gainesville Ripper. And as he watched, he looked around his home, realizing how easy or easily someone would come in and surprise him. After that experience, he began to write a screenplay. And that's when he came up with the movie Scream. So it really doesn't have a whole lot to do with like the the based off of the movies. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, uh, it was it all happened about at them. a school though, right? This one, the uh, first one. No, no, it was, it was well they, they had high. They were at a high school, but it yeah. didn't happen at a school. I mean, it happened more more or less in a house. Um, so some things right here you might not realize were from true stories. Um, so we're gonna go. Um, one of these is kind of in a way kind of a twofer, uh, because the movie Psycho and the movie Texas Chainsaw Massacre are essentially based off the same guy. but Which, if you have you listened to the newest episode two parter of Illuminati, Ed Gaines, Ed Gain. Uh, so basically, um, let's see right here. Oh, um, murderer, not the um, way Okay. Ed Gaines? Oh, not what? <laughs> not Gaines. <laughs> yeah. Ed let, let his Miss Dorsi. Um. What? Okay. <laughs> um, anyways, this is right here. Um, so, Psycho was based on a true story. Um, and we all know the story of Psycho. Um, you have, um, Norman Bates and his mom and dresses up as his mom. Um. And it says in 1959 novel... the Bates hotel guy? Yes. Um, I wonder if they had like a butler and, and his name was like, they called him Master.
1: Master Butler?
0: No. His last name Bates, dude. Come on, think about it. Oh. In 1959, novel of which the film was based was loosely inspired by a true story that caught the attention of Block, who's the, uh, who basically wrote the novel. The author credited serial killer Ed Gein as the basis for Norman Bates. Gein lived less than 50 miles from Bloch's home in Wisconsin, and the man shared similarities with Norman. Both Gein and Norman carried out their killings um, in rural areas. They also had oppressive mothers who, who they created shrines for, and they each wore women's clothes. Gein was eventually convicted of murdering two women and exhuming a number of bodies from graves. In 1968, Gein was found guilty, but due to his mental state, he was put into a psychiatric institution so that's basically the part of psycho but then uh you know when you go to the texas chainsaw massacre which is the same uh person right it's the same based off the same thing um and it says how much of texas chainsaw massacre is based on the real life murder of ed gain and it says despite being heavily touted as inspired by a true story um toby hooper's the original director um and it says uh it is lightly based on it because ed gain um, who expected to have taken several victims between 1954 and 1957 Um, the similarities in the film's house where gruesome content was similar to that found in Ed Gein's home so basically the body parts and all that so that's kind of where that was inspired in Texas Chainsaw Massacre Um, Ed Gein did wear a human scalp and face Um, he uh, did this however to help quell his desire to be a woman Uh, not because of a skin disease as with Leatherface that was the reason why he did that Um, also included in his uniform Ed Gein wore a vest of skin, complete with breasts and female genitalia, genitalia strapped above his own. Um, which I think that also might be loosely based on like uh, *Science of the Lambs*. I, I'm not reading that anywhere. That's is my best guess. Uh, Ed Gein did not use a chainsaw to kill his victims. Um, his victims, uh, Mary Hogan and Bernice Warden, were shot with a pistol in November, in November of 1957. Police found Bernice Warden hanging from the raptors in a shed behind Gein's house. Her body had been gutted like that of a deer, and the head had been removed. Ed Gein was also the suspect and several other missing persons. Did he eat him? Uh, I don't know. Um, oh yeah, it says right here. Here we go. Ed Gein both silence of the lambs. So I was right. Um, I don't know if it says if he ate him. I don't think he did. That was more of I mean, a. Maybe if
1: he's hanging him like a deer, couldn't? You would think he would. Everything. I mean, I think yeah. he
0: kept some body parts that was more of a Jeffrey Dahmer thing I think I, I'm not seeing um, if it says he ate anybody um, yeah I'm not sure but he was a sick puppy dude Ed Gein he, he actually looked like a a regular dude looks like a hunter All the, the main picture of, of him um, he, he wears like this little Elmer Fudd looking hat that's the biggest uh, um, picture I've seen of him And it's Gein, so G-E-I-N. So basically, like, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre never happened in Texas. It was actually in Wisconsin, not with a chainsaw, but it was loosely based on the Ed Gein murders. And then how he uh, liked to dress up in women's clothing and stuff. That was kind of the um, way that it tied in with Psycho and stuff with the mother element and all that stuff. So this one I did not know about which I thought was crazy. And this is something that I kind of believe actually does happen. So the movie, the exorcist, um, uh-huh. which is probably one of the most iconic horror movies of all time. I've seen it one time. I'm like, man, I think I don't need to see it again. Really creepy movie. So the true story of the exorcist begins in the night, late 1940s in a suburban Washington, in suburban Washington, DC with a German American family. The 13 year old boy believed to be named Ronald Hunkeller, later referred is oh man to put a big word in here Looks like a pseudonym but pseudonymously i guess is the word as roland doe or robbie manheim was uh, despondent over the loss of his beloved aunt harriet harriet was a spiritualist who taught him many things including how to use a ouija board uh this is in the early 19 or early january 1949 shortly after harriet's death ronald Hunkeller began to experience strange things he heard scratching sounds coming from the floors and the walls of his room. Kind of like I'm here now. My wife is actually out there vacuuming. That's what I'm hearing. Water dripped inexplicably from pipes and walls. Most troubling of all was that his mattress would suddenly move. Um, Disturbed, Ronald's family sought the help of of every expert they knew. The family consulted doctors, psychiatrists, and their local Lutheran minister, but they were no help. The minister suggested the family seek the assistance of the Jesuits. Father E. Albert Hughes, a local Catholic priest, or Catholic priest, for that matter, asked his uh, superior's permission to, to perform an exorcism on the boy in late February of 1949. The church granted Hughes's request. For the exorcism, Hughes strapped the boy to the mattress and began his rec- recitations. recitations? Um, but he had to stop the right um, when Ronald broke off a piece of the mattress spring and slashed the priest across his shoulders, leaving the exorcism unfinished. I think that happened in the movie, too. She swung something and it hit the priest's face and sliced his face yeah uh, a few days later red scratches appeared on the boy one of the scratches formed the word lewis which indicated to ronald's mother that that the family needed to go to st louis where the hunkellers had relatives to find a way to save their son i would have never thought of that i like lewis like who's that um a cousin of the family was attending st louis university at the time of ronald's struggles she put the hunkellers in touch with father walter h halloran halloran um, and Reverend William B- Bodern. After consulting with the university's president, these two Jesuits agreed to perform an exorcism on young Ronald with the help of several assistants. The men gathered at the residence on Roanoke Drive in early March of 1934. That's what I, I
1: was going to say. Do you know they lived on Roanoke Drive? No. That's weird by like, itself. So. Yeah. Just because of Roanoke?
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, There, the exorcist witnessed scratching on the boy's body and the mattress moving violently. Um, These were the same types of things that had happened in Maryland when the first exorcism um, failed. Um, Amid these bizarre happenings, Bodern and Halloran, according to their reports, noticed a pattern in Ronald's behavior. He was calm and normal during the day, but at night, after settling in for bed, he would exhibit strange behavior, including screaming and wild outbursts. Ronald would also enter a trance-like state and start making sounds in a guttural voice. The priests also said they saw objects mysteriously flying in the boy's presence and know that he would react violently when he saw any sacred object pre- presented by the attending Jesuits. All these details from the true story of the Exorcist made into the film, but there are more that didn't. At one point during the week's long ordeal, Bodren reportedly saw an ex appear and scratches on ronald's chest which the priest believed signified the number 10 um um, in another incident a pitchfork shaped pattern with red lines moved from the boy's thigh and snake down towards his ankle these types of things appeared every night for more than a month once a red x appeared on ronald's chest leading the priest to believe he was possessed by 10 demons and if i'm correct i think there's actually 10 names for satan there could be i think there is Um, the two priests never gave up as they continued the exorcism night after night on the evening of March 20th, the exorcism reached an unhealthy new level. Ronald urinated all over his bed and began shouting and cursing at the priests. Now Ronald's parents have had enough. They took him to an Alexian brothers hospital in St. Louis for more serious treatment. Finally, on April 18th, a miracle occurred in Ronald's room at Alexian brothers. It was the Monday after Easter. and Ronald awoke with seizures. He yelled at the priest, saying that Satan would always be with him. The priest laid holy relics, crucifixes, medals, and rosaries on the boy. At 10.45 p.m. that evening, the attending priest called on St. Michael to expel Satan from Ronald's body. They shouted at Satan, saying that St. Michael would battle him for Ronald's soul. Seven minutes later, Ronald came out of the trance and said, he's gone. The boy recounted how he had a vision that St. Michael vanquishing Satan on a great battlefield. According to Bowden and Halloran, the strange occurrences and behavior ceased after that, and despite providing the true story of the exorcist, Ronald Hunkeller went on to live a completely normal life from that moment forward. Um, that's all crazy, dude. There's another movie that's good. Uh, it's kind of based on uh, an exorcism. It's Exorcism of Emily Rose. Um, it's not so much scary, but it's more of like a courtroom thing because the priest yeah. is, the, the 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 priest is on trial. It's it's a really good movie. It's one of our one of our favorites. Uh, um, when I say ours, I'm talking about me and Sophie. <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't know about that, about the exorcist. I mean, I, I know that exorcism happened, but I didn't know it was based on a true story. Uh, one of them that is a... We've already talked about this in a previous episode, of the Amityville Horror um, was based on a true story. That's If you want to know more about that, that's on our episode
1: number 63. Um, we kind of go into more detail on that one. Oh, yeah. That's, that's actually... And if you really want to know some good details on that Chilluminati, I think it was Chilluminati. They went in depth into that. A
0: lot of people do. A lot of true crime podcasts do it too, because it was a true crime.
1: Or, or maybe it was Astonishing legends. I they might have been. Might have been both. Actually. Yeah. Um, speaking of both, you know, somebody who just came out with uh, uh, a repeat of another podcast episode is astonishing legends they just released the second part to the vertical plane which is the story of the doddleston messages yeah which i have already done yeah i can't remember what episode that was but that was a good episode dude it was
0: it was fun that was the one where he was typing on a computer right and then he was having that
1: yeah dude that with the guy in 400 years ago and then you find out he's also talking to some people in 2109 yeah yeah go back and listen to that one
0: you you won't be sorry. It was a great episode. One of my yeah. favorites. Yeah. I, I'm I'm very fortunate to hear these episodes like three times. Cause I I when we record, when I edit, and when I quality control when I listen to it after it posts. And and that I think one right when there, When you edit
1: is the best one because I drop a little Easter eggs.
0: Yeah. And I you never... don't hear while we're recording. <laughs> and
1: then you hear them while you're editing. That makes it even
0: better. There's sometimes though I'm like, I didn't hear what you and I still didn't hear what you said. Um, I'm gonna like add in there sometimes, like like chop up your words to make you sound really dumb, and because you don't ever listen to the show, you'll never know. I won't
1: know. <laughs> um, Actually, I listen to the the real WTH library. Yeah, great. great show. You great listen to the whole show. thing, all of them. I'm I'm at like episode eight. So okay, two so you're episodes.
0: two more episodes. Yeah. Okay, cool, ma'am. Um, and then before I get to the the final one uh, the Mothman prophecies is a is based on a true story um, and I'm actually gonna do a series on that not I don't know when because I, I there's, there's so much involved in that should be next week
1: I don't saying.
0: know I'm gonna, I want to try it's Um Halloween. I wonder if I actually have I wonder if I actually have that on here my little uh, thing that I was gonna play. Oh, I made it pretty good. I made the trailer for it. Uh, well, let me see if it's on here. I'll, I'll There you go. I'll play it for the fine people if they're on here. Uh, yeah. Do you think the Do you think they want to hear it, the 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 the
1: trailer? I mean, it's gets the final it's pretty one, pretty good. They should have used this for the movie. I think. <laughs> I mean, I think so too. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll I'll
0: go ahead and play it. I mean, I, I, okay. Here we go.
1: In southern Ohio and northern West Virginia, the legend of Mothman is as strong as it was 45 years ago. They say Mothman chased their car at incredible speeds. They got down to the bottom of the steps here and they started screaming. We heard this terrible boom. A faceless, red-eyed freak. And my boys looked around and saw the bridge starting to fall where in December 1967 the silver bridge collapsed killing 46 people two of the dead were never found did you see all the trucks and cars falling I could see part of them yes the legendary seven foot tall winged man with glowing red eyes the size of baseballs was spotted at least 100 times between November 1966 through December of 1967 as they got up closer,
0: she said, what is this guy doing standing in the road? And she said, when the headlights hit it, it turned and looked at him. And she said, the wings were looked like angel's wings, above its head, way above its head. And she said, that's when the wings came out. And they said, that's not a man. you believe it? I believe they saw something, yeah. I, I don't doubt their stories one bit. I mean, what it was, I can't tell you, you know, personally what it was. I know that they saw something that was that was out of the ordinary. So, yeah, that's a little trailer I created for the Mothman series. It it there's so much to that story, dude. And having visited the museum and everywhere over there, it goes so deep. It goes into ancient Indian lore um to World War 2 style armory battle you know munitions plants it goes in a bunch of different directions
1: and it takes a while because we're trying to get richard gear on yeah (laughs) and it's it's hard to get with his publicist and stuff so
0: yeah i was going for more laura lenny um but yeah i mean we'll 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 go with richard gear she's too hard to get
1: richard gear is easier
0: as long as richard gear has enough time i heard he's been spending some time with that gerbil you don't remember that story? Okay. Look it up. Go- Google it. You'll have fun with that one. <laughs> um, so, so this is a movie...
1: I you had my story.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so this is a movie that I- I've seen uh, and I've seen the second one. Um, there, It's a really creepy movie. Um, and I didn't realize it was a true story, but it's a movie called The Strangers. And there's another movie called The Strangers Pray at Night. Um, so uh basically says the terrifying um oh man i forgot to plug the uh where i read that last article from uh the exorcist one i think it was called allthingsinteresting.com i think is what it was because a pretty good report on it is what they wrote so i want to give them a shout out um this is from screen rant um so it says uh the terrifying 2008 home invasion horror film the strangers was inspired by real life violent crimes including shocking and brutal murders while the horror genre is often and not unfairly associated with tales of monsters, ghosts, and other supernatural creatures, some of the most effective horror films of all time rely on none of those things. As a play, as playful as these nightmarish visions are, most exist in the realm of fantasy, which allows audiences to view them in a relative comfort. Despite the almost uh, ethereal nature of its mass antagonist, The Strangers is based on several true stories, several harrowing real life crimes, formed the backbone of The Strangers' core narrative, including several notorious murders. So it says, according to the novice writer and director Brian Bertino, The Strangers is primarily based on three alternative real-world events. The first in this uh, infamous series of murders committed by the Manson family in 1969, later nicknamed Helter Skelter, which was organized by Charles Manson in and, and an ill-conceived bid to start a race war the cult leader had predicted. So we all know the story of uh, Charles Manson and all that, what uh, um, Cheryl Tate and all them was Sharon Sharon Tate? Um, in particular, uh, the home invasion killing of actress Sharon Tate stands out as a clear marker to The Strangers' artistic direction with its gruesome knife violence, drawing close parallels to the stabbing at the Tate home. Um, the second inspiration for The Strangers is the infamous 1989 Keddie Cabin murders, in which four people were killed in a small California. Resort town, including Sue Sharp, her son John, daughter Tina, and John's friend Dana. Disturbing the motive for those murders is still unknown, and the Ketty P- police department never caught the real life killer or killers. And the case remains unsolved. Obvious similarities around here with the three mass assailants and the strangers wandering off in the morning chill after uh, massacring Kristen and James simply because they were beat- because they were home. Kristen and James, I think, were the uh, Uh, Names of the characters in the movie um, Played by
1: Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman Uh, The third and final slice The same people who killed The people that were like camping on the coast I don't know if I heard that one Remember the the couple that was like Camping on the beach in a sleeping bag I don't remember that You don't? Mm I wonder if they ever found them Well
0: because I know there was the, uh, the There was the Carrie Stainer one that happened In Yosemite No,
1: there was like one where they were on the beach. I don't don't remember
0: that. Um, This is the third and final slice of real inspiration for the strangers derived from Bertino's life experience. As a child, Bertino recalls a night his parents weren't home and someone knocked on their door asking for someone who didn't live there. In a reverse of the strangers, Bertino states he later learned that the people knocking were robbing houses in the neighborhood where no one was home instead of attacking people inside their houses. Uh, Still, the experience left an an, an indelible mark for Bertino that later morphed into the terrifying portrait of random rental violence The Strangers movie endeavors to depict. Um, Strangers was I actually kind of like that movie. Um, It's very, very creepy. Um, It's exactly what you think it would be. They they found the guy that killed those people on the
1: beach. Yeah.
0: I didn't hear what beach was. I don't remember hearing about that.
1: Um, Hold on. Uh, Fishhead Beach. Near Jenner in Sonoma. Okay. Yeah. I know Jenner. Yeah. yeah. Drove through there, go to Mendocino. Um, Sean Michael Galleon, 40 years old, pled no contest to um, to the murders of Lindsey Cutshaw, Jason Allen, and his brother. How long ago was this? Um, 2004 was the two people on the beach. He murdered his brother in 2017 and he was sentenced or he pled guilty in 2019. You got three consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole because it's California and they can't give the death penalty anymore. Yeah.
0: Cause I thought you were talking about when I worked at the jail, uh, we had an inmate and I, cause I could talk about this now. I'm actually what was his name? Joseph Nisen Um, Oh, <laughs> come on everything's behind a paywall right now here we go oh for 1980s murders wow yeah i think that happened like in monterey county um oh, this guy shoot. was a this guy was a creeper
1: here we go it's up in tahoe yeah Ta lake ta- lake tabro sure submit here we, we go, go. It
0: says Joseph son was convicted in 2013 of the 1981 murders of Tammy Jarski, 13 and Tanya Jones, 14, along with the 1989 murders of a South Lake Tahoe girl, 15 year olds, Kathy Graves. Um, I don't want to really talk about the, the murder on here because like, well, this guy murdered somebody in Florida. Yeah, he is a brutal dude. I've I've I court chained this guy many, many times. dude. He's a creeper. Um, and it basically, um, he, he was, a uh, sentenced to death, but you know, California has a moratorium on killing, um, 15 oh, year old girl. Yeah. I, I said that 13 year old, 14 year old, 15 year old. Um, and then he can, kin- uh, killed a 46 year old lady, uh, up in Tahoe it, you guys is a brutal guy. So these are like the real life stories and oh, his,
1: his ex wife turned on them
0: yeah um i remember specifically i was uh court training him and he goes hey man these cuffs are tight oh my bad my bad and so i put my cuff key in there to loosen it up and all i did was put it in there and pull it back out again that sounded bad um and he goes that's better well i didn't even do anything he's just a jerk um but he but thing about him though is his his uh his thing went like on forever like his his court case went on for, I mean, yeah, dude, from the eighties till, and I stopped working there in two thousand thirteen. Yeah, that's how long that went, and so I think all of the uh, uh, people kept dying or something from like the to testify against him.
1: Um, he was he was blaming his ex wife.
0: Yeah, murderers are real. It's not just in Hollywood, and and you know they they you'd be surprised at what they look like. I mean, if you look at someone like um, Jeffrey Dahmer. Look like just some rando dude next door mm-hmm. you never know ted bundy all the women loved him they thought he was hot you know i mean super hot i mean come on what's his name zach efron played him in a, in a show i mean that's what he looked like so you never know man it, it's weird but i mean i heard you know uh nightmare in elm street was based on a true story because people were actually dying in their sleep and then like they're like oh i mean it wasn't like it, it's Based on a true story, meaning they took things from that and created something. Yeah, it's not like this is like a telling of this exact story. Like even the Mothman Prophecies movie with Richard Gere, um, Based nothing on a true story. Nothing like the real story. One, this happened like in like the sixties or seventies, and in, in that movie, like it was it was like modern, and, and that didn't happen. And then they don't even have injured Cold. In I think that you no, know, he was in the movie, but you you hear like his voice, you don't see him chapstick. But you know, so so I mean these movies these, I, I love these movies. Um, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the Exorcist just because that movie just kind of creeps me out, especially when she walks down the staircase backwards. Ugh, still still creeps me out. No big deal. I do that all the time. I bet you do. Um, see if I'm missing anything else here, man. I got all, I got all my my notes and stuff. Um, this is like a thirteen hour episode, so that's, that's not that long now. But I I do have uh, your face, so I do have at the very end uh, a little something special for you, Wilson. I told you I added in the outro, so just listen for it. Okay, hold but, on
1: a second. Oh, there we go.
0: What are you doing right now, Wilson? Oh, what was that? It's saw like a big flash out
1: right now. It's a huge flash. You're you look normal to go. me. There we go. All right. Wow, calm down there, Chachi. It, it it brought up like news stories and stuff, it heard that and it brought up Brian Landry and Yeah, yeah. Did I it bring it? Know. Did it bring up
0: anything about the San Francisco Chronicle and some old men? Perhaps um, Biden Biden not, era. No, okay.
1: th- this focused on remains, not um not you yes. know yeah, yeah that not, not old men.
0: Um yeah, Brian 100s dead but not, by not the way. old bones. <laughs> bones <that> were- <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
0: they're old bones. They are old bones for sure. Anyways, uh we want to thank MSR Arms. Sorry Ryan that you followed uh an old bones <laughs> joke. Um I apologize for for Wilson here. I'll talk to him off the air. Uh we want to thank MSR Arms for all their support and providing this uh platform for us um make sure you use offer code wth5 at checkout for five percent off your entire purchase
1: thin line brewing um oh they had a great turnout did we talk about that they did and i I was gonna go today and i didn't have time had some other stuff going on had to deal with my smelly dog and stuff so (laughs) it's like friends, smelly dog yeah but i think they still have the tribute beer okay hands so okay cool people want to go get over there
0: yeah, I saw some pictures from it. Just looked like a really, really good turnout. So, those of you who listened that did show up, thank you. I, I know, uh, like the the family is just are going to be thrilled families. with. As I said, families did I not put a plural oh. to that? Um, are going to be thrilled with just you know the turnout and everything. So, but go to their website. Uh, grab yourself some beers and some swag. You know, grab yourself that cool hat that Wilson's wearing right now, which I'm still jealous of i love it i'm gonna sh- wear this while i'm shooting a deer oh yeah then you're gonna send yeah. me deer jerky right nope um, <laughs> um you can listen to us on spotify apple podcast podbean amazon pretty much anywhere you could listen to podcasts um socialist media we're on facebook uh instagram youtube i mean i don't even know why i plug youtube because we don't do the videos anymore but you know we're there's like, still videos on there there's still videos. That we might throw some few up on here you know maybe i'll you should do some shorts I see shorts all the time. No. I was thinking of that. Um, if, yeah. I could, if I could, you know, get going good on my video editing skills, I yeah. could th- kind of like what I did with the beers and cheers thing. I, I edited that a little bit and threw yeah. that on Instagram. Maybe I could do something like that. Um, keep should. the people enticed. And untapped That's where Wilson uh, posts all his uh, awesome photos and be sure to look at the photo on that and on Instagram that yeah, will be it's a good one that are that are actually by the time you hear this you've already seen them so, what do you think let us know yeah let me um, know because you know i woke up early for that one it's weird i talk like this is live and so i say yeah you'll see it in a few days so everyone like hears this and like we don't see anything what's
1: coming out in a few days they put I mean,
0: something cool out a few days ago but... yeah not this what is it yeah i keep yeah. forgetting by the way we got to do another live like instagram thing um we're way over we should just do a, a live podcast thought about it i just don't know how we would actually record it and put it on the platform we'll figure that oh, out for y'all i have it i have
1: it I'm good Here okay go. just Boom. let me know ready. okay right now let's do it yeah. do it again
0: um, i'm gonna take callers <laughs> caller number yeah. two you're on the air Plug it's like oh, oh it'll, speaking it'll of work speaking of which uh me and steph you, you know we
1: i got that peacock tv thing for halloween you know what's funny about that real quick is I I told Morticia. I was like, "Hey, Tommy said yeah, Paramount Plus, I know. He, yeah, he got this. <gasps> My bad. <laughs> he got this. So we need to watch the Halloween movie and I was like, "It's on Paramount Plus." So I'm sitting there. I type everything in. Says, "Oh, password's not right." I try it again. Boom, it works. I was like, "Oh, sweet. I'm looking. There's no Halloween on there." I look <laughs> at the message again. "Oh, he said Peacock." But now we have his Paramount Plus account. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she sent me
0: a text and she goes, "We're gonna watch weird things as to throw you guys off." I'm like, "I don't even know how we have Paramount Plus. Honestly, I don't know how we have it. We've never paid really. for it. Yeah, we just we just randomly have it." Um, so she told me that. I was, laughing. She was <laughs> laughing. But no, on Peacock they have like all the old SNL clips, like the funny ones, like the Chris Farley, Patrick Swayze one. But oh, they yeah. had the uh, the sweaty wiener. Sweaty balls, yeah. Well, there's a sweaty balls and sweaty wiener. Oh, I didn't know there. Was and then a I one. was cracking up so much because it, it's NPR and the way they're talking. I remember you and I are like, "How's it going, Wilson? How's it going?
1: Oh, it's uh it's time to uh, talk about sweaty wieners." I, I like and your sweaty wiener. wiener. It's gonna be a good show today. It's and, nice. Um, it's nice. It's you flag. just have to act like you're a, a golf announcer and really yeah. boring. And <laughs> <I, I> remember,
0: <laughs> you and I were doing that one time. I, like like when we were testing our mics, and I don't know what it was, but I was cracking up. I told Steph, "I'm all, oh my gosh, it's so Wilson!" I she goes, "You're talking about wieners and balls I'm all." Yeah, yes, That's all we're Duh. talking about, old WTH Wang show.
1: Do, do you know how many uh, uh splot? What are they called? <laughs> sp- no, uh oh. Sp- what's the term for it? The what's s's for- and the and the the p's, the And the audio term for it i don't know what you're talking about there's an audio term for it when you're when you're saying s's the when you like edit and stuff and do oh, different well, effects oh
0: like a like a pop filter so like, yes yes then a, yeah so yeah. I know, like some people um like barack obama naturally i talks. swear it's
1: called splodes or something <laughs> like that
0: i have a splode problem <laughs> you know how to throw you know how to splode problem a picture you yeah. sent me earlier um but no, like Those Barack Obama guys. naturally, when he talks, all of his S's would kind of whistle. Yeah. Like that. And then uh, I hear some uh, podcasts uh, where they're like when they do the S's and also when they say things all parti- or Trilluminati. Trilluminati's bad about it. That one guy, he goes he particular.
1: He always goes he particular. You like know his who piece, I hate he, on Illuminati? Popping Is TL. I don't know which one he is. He's he's on there intermittently but he's on video game apocalypse all the time i hate listening to him okay like people hate listening hate to me <laughs> people are like it's shut up tommy me. so but
0: anyways um you can contact, contact us at 916-259 contact- is- people are trying to write down the phone number right what? now are you good they're not are you, are, not. you are you glad you got that out well, if you yeah. if you didn't hear it because wilson was you don't rude in this. If no, if you oh, didn't yeah. hear, because Wilson <laughs> is interrupting it, it's in the show notes 916 259 3030 30 splode. Dude, that'd be so funny if that was her name. Um, you could call or text that number, uh, or you could email That's us at the real WTH show at gmail.com. That's so we'll see you next time.
1: Later, dudes. I hate
0: goodbyes. <laughs> oh, and in case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good uh. night. I will see you there, or I will see you on another time.
1: <laughs> I'll be back.
0: Rose, Well, we're going, we don't need
1: Rose.
0: You got it, Jobin.
1: I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner.
0: Let's on the men, Jay. Thank you, everybody, the fine.
1: Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Let's go, Brandon! Stop it! <laughs>